Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. It's cold. Breaking news. It's cold. It's zero. But it's not as bad as it is or was in Kansas City. No. Not as bad as it is or was in Buffalo as they get ready for a playoff game today. So enjoy what you have, considering it could be a lot worse. Happy MLK Day. Good morning, Same Bruce. To you, How my are friend. you? I'm good. How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. Good, good. Binge watched a great show on Netflix. Uh-huh. Watched some playoff games. Obviously, right. the one yesterday night was the best one. Uh, the Cowboys game uh, oh was God. as shocking of a game as I have seen in a long time. Good for the Green Bay Packers. Yep. As for what is going on in Dallas right now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you, you you look at a franchise that has won 12 games three years in a row, and they still cannot get to the conference championship game. They have won five playoff games since they last won the Super Bowl, and that's back in 1995. Think about that. 28 years by my math. Once again, here comes the narrative, which I love to push. Jerry Jones's ego got in the way of Jimmy Johnson. Jerry Jones's ego gets in the way all the time. He deserves what he gets because he is so arrogant. Mile High Sports is KQKS. That's good to know. It is. We know where we are now. We do. We know we where we are at on the map. In the meantime, if you want to reach us, you can do so on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman on Wednesday. Uh, by the way, there's an auction for construction and contracting equipment including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, trailers, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. The auction is open right now. We'll get more to the NFL sure. a little bit later on in the show, but I think uh, we should certainly lead it off with the Nuggets or the Avs or a combination of both, and that's the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. We could be like most radio shows in town and be lazy and just talk about the uh, NFL playoffs. Wouldn't mind it. That'd be fine. We're probably one of the few people actually working today because of the holiday. True. Let's start with the Nuggets. They lost in Utah last week. One of the players said we overlooked the Jazz. That sounds like a team that feels really good about itself. Sounds like a team that won a championship and could just roll the ball out on the floor and win a game. Clearly, we found out that's not the case. Two games later, we're seeing a team that looks like they should when they take the game seriously. Nuggets beat a red-hot New Orleans team on Friday, in which Michael Malone was very clear. New Orleans isn't just beating teams. They're kicking the crap out right, of teams. Right, and they were, yeah. Then you have the Pacers yesterday, the homecoming for Bruce Brown. In both of those games, those starters certainly took the game seriously. All five starters scored in double figures in both games. They have been inconsistent at times this season, haven't played particularly well against teams over 500. When you look at the last two games, is this a team that can turn it on when they need to? I don't. You coined the phrase light switch mentality. They, they've had it for decades. And we've used that a lot. I, I don't, I, I'm not quite there yet. 
Meaning you you believe they do have it or don't have it? I I, th- I think that they tend to get in cruise control a little bit too comfortably, but I do think that it, like for instance yesterday, it, it was a great it was a fun game, good game to watch. They it was well played. They had four players that scored twenty or better. They shot sixty four percent. Jamal and Nicola were un- undeniable together. Bruce Brown still played well enough to get the feel good for him coming back with Indiana and getting his ring, which I think is, I I think that opponents coming back to get their ring on a team that truly loved them is one of the coolest moments in sports. And you, you see just how much I, their former teammates love and exactly. adore them. I mean, look at Jack Johnson when he came back with the Blackhawks yep. and I mean, they, it was a love fest. And it just shows you what you go through together and how it bonds you. And you, and you start, you sense the whole band of brothers things, you know, we few, we band of brothers and, and it's really cool. But what was cooler for me was the nuggets then went out and won a basketball game. Now I wish they hadn't turned it over 18 times. Mm -hmm. That bothers me a little bit. So I nitpick here and there, but you know you got you know, Jokic on the edge of another triple double. They led pretty much the entire game. I guess it was tied after the first quarter. Then they led the rest of the way and won a game that they needed and a game that they needed to win because they've got five straight games now on the road and this is a tough road stretch. How, how are those first two games that looking to you of this road trip? So tomorrow mm-hmm. they get Joel Embiid. And Philly will be tough at home. And then they go to Boston. Right. So when you look at those two games and we talk about light switch mentality, I said this at the beginning of the season. Because they won a title, they have earned the benefit of the doubt with me. I'm not going to refer to them having a light switch mentality. They have earned the right not to have that label I agree on them. I agree. Because you know what? They, they played well into June. Mm-hmm. They had a short off season. Sometimes the hardest championship, they say, is the second one. Yeah. Because everyone is gunning for you, and you're tired, and you're going to get everybody's best. Bottom line is, is that the Nuggets right now, when you look at them in the standings, are still one of the best teams in basketball. 28 and 13, which is basically where they were at about the same time last year. To say that they are in striking distance of first place is... Quite the understatement. Yeah. They're basically right there. Yeah. And they've had plenty of stinkers this year. Far more, I think, than they did last year. I mean, games you're like, what? I mean, I know last year they lost to Detroit one or two times. And they've blown out the teams this year they should have. Mm -hmm. They haven't played particularly well against teams that are better teams. But at the end of the day, doesn't matter how you got get there. They're there. I'm not saying they are a team that is waiting for the playoffs to start, but at times it has looked that way. You have Nikola Jokic at times, and I'm saying this about uh, a two-time MVP, looks like he's screwing around. I'll take three shots tonight. Yeah. Let, 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 let's just see how many assists I can get. I'm going to have some fun. <laughs> I'm going to have some fun with this. Right. And He's not doing that in the playoffs. No, and, and I think that your question is a good one. <laughs> It, it, is it a team that's just kind of waiting for the playoffs? When you've been there and you've done it, 
And I know that the I know the desire to repeat is real and it's a driving force. It's a carrot at the end of the stick. All of those things. I understand that. And I'm not saying that that's not the case for the Nuggets. When you win, you want more. But, but let's 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 look at the carpet, which is a, which is a nice looking carpet, mm-hmm. meaning let's look at their record. Where are they at currently in the Western Conference standings? They are one game behind Minnesota. Who right. looks great. They're a half game behind Oklahoma City. So all of that looks fantastic. It's kind of like looking at a house. What a beautiful house. The question is, what does the foundation look like? And the foundation to me of this team is the bench. How does Christian Brown look to you right now? We've had some Peyton Watson games where he's been very, very good. And then you have games where he disappears. We know what we're getting out of Reggie Jackson. How does that bench look to you? Because quite frankly... That's the dirt under the carpet. That is your foundation. We already know what we have in the starting five. Well, I'll I'll answer with a question. Let's compare it to last year. Because I think you and I would agree that this starting five is so rock solid, Mm -hmm. so rock solid, that is that I even taking Milwaukee into account, I think this is the best starting five in the NBA. Yeah, okay? I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah, I mean, that's just how I feel. So where is this bench now worse. Com- compared to where the bench was at the finish of the season and how much distance do they have to make up? I think that when you look at last year's bench, you knew what you had in Bruce Brown immediately. Again, I'm a, I was a big Bruce Brown oh, fan. Yes, you were. The day that right. he was signed, I'm like, this is a key pickup. I love Reggie Jackson. He's not Bruce Brown. No. Okay. So let's just start right, right. there. Jeff Green always bothered me when he would hoist up threes. Yeah. But you know what you're getting yeah. from him. And he's a veteran. And he's going to give you a consistent performance, generally speaking, every game. The key word being consistent. Who was supposed to be the top bench guy this year? Christian Brown. Yeah. He does not look like the same player. He looks like a guy who is still recovering from his championship hangover. That's what he looks like to me. He's been good. He's not great. In spots, though. Does he look like he has taken a step forward? Not consistently. Remember. Which is not a step forward. It is Calvin Booth who said, not me. Calvin Booth said it. It is Christian Brown who's going to be our Bruce Brown this year. He's nowhere near that right now. Not to say that he won't be. The top three guys off that bench are probably, I don't know, I don't want to say in order, Reggie Jackson, Christian Brown, and you have Peyton Watson. Who I really like. I like, too. He's got a way to go to be consistent. You are absolutely correct. That's what separates you from being a player who has potential, to a guy who is good, to a guy who's very good, to a guy who is great. With that, right now, my opinion, right now, Mm -hmm. Christian Brown last year is better than Peyton Watson this year Mm. today. Okay. Today. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe we'll see something different in Philadelphia and in Boston. Christian Brown last year was a burst of energy off that bench, and it seemed like when something good happened, he, he was, was o- in the middle. He of was always in the middle. Of it. I love Peyton Watson's 
potential, and he has certainly shown flashes, specifically with his scoring. Yeah. And we know his defense is good. The length. God, he's such a long. On a scale of one, on a scale of one to ten, midway through the season, we got to hit a break. Scale of one to ten. Last year, this point of the season, generally speaking, Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, Jeff Green. What are they? Scale of one to ten. Ten being the highest. Eight. That's pretty high. Don't you think? It's higher than I would have gone, but I'll go eight. That's fine. Yeah. But we'll go off your metric. Yeah, maybe I was thinking more end of year. Correct. This time of the year. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Seven, seven fine. probably for this time of the year. Yeah. How about the three that are this year? They're nowhere near a seven. No, I I, I would say that. I nowhere would, near a seven. I would say that they're four and a half, maybe a five at the top end. So I, we, I think we're going to find out a lot about them this week. So you're going to put a lot of stock into these two games? I'm going, well, and, and then. Yeah. Okay. I, I think That's so. Fine. I think so because you're because you're on the road playing a bunch of games in a short amount of time. You are going to be asked to keep your team in games. I think it will be a very good test. I don't think it will be the only test. We've got a lot of basketball left. We're not even I mean, we're in the middle of January. So uh, there's plenty of time still to coalesce in that with that group. I think they're promising, but they're not there yet consistently. We have seen potential. Yes. Which is code for you haven't done it yet. That's what potential means. So do I feel great about the starting five? Do I feel great about the house? Yeah, they look fantastic. Or you can flip it around and say the starting five is the foundation and the house is the, you know, guys off the bench. However you want to slice it. We know the starting five is excellent. Again, last two games, the double figures, Michael Porter Jr., you know, he is picked up his game there, but he's had a few stinkers he here is. and there, yep. but he's becoming more and more consistent. Agreed. Is this team better than it was last year at this point? No. No. They're not. No. So, but, but, we, but, but they're not worse by a very appreciable mark. I would agree. Coming up after the break, boy, a bunch of games over the weekend. Last night's game was probably the best. Fantastic. Yesterday, yesterday afternoon's game might have been one of the most surprising outcomes and the way the game was played that I've seen in any sport in a very long time. And then, of course, you have the Houston Texans shredding one of the best defenses in the league. Mm. A friend of mine put this out on Twitter. How in the world could you possibly argue that Matt LaFleur was not the coach of the year when you look at the way he brought along uh, Jordan Love, the young team that the Packers are, the way that they started? I can argue with six words. Rookie D'Amico Ryans, rookie C.J. Stroud. That's next. No and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman Wednesday. Auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. Really, really cold this weekend. Specifically yesterday. And today and likely tomorrow. How is the insulation in your house with your windows? Do you need to close your shades or your blinds to keep the heat in? If you're having a problem with that, I highly recommend you talk to Paramount Siding and Windows. 
They have great options for insulation, certainly on days like today when it is zero degrees outside. They are the best. Uh, they don't sell you stuff you don't need. I've dealt with that firsthand. Go to ParamountSidingAndWindows.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Paramount Siding and Windows. Paramount Siding and Windows, it's quality in everything they do. Find them at ParamountSidingAndWindows.com. Four games over the weekend. There will be two games today, Steelers at Buffalo, and then you have the Eagles and the Buccaneers. It really feels like a three-day weekend. It isn't for us, but for almost everybody it is. So today's games are really an extension of Sunday, right? Yeah. Is there one game you are looking forward to watching more than the other? No, not really. Both are equal. You yeah, love your children I, I equally. Mean, you I love mean, your NFL games I, the equally. The Steelers don't do much for me. The yeah. Bills I do. Um, the Eagles are a hot mess. And I guess Tampa is somewhat intriguing with Baker Mayfield and the yeah. way that they've finished the season. So maybe the latter game can Philadelphia pull its collective you-know-what together yeah. uh, at a time when they really seem to be in struggling against a Tampa team that I think is probably playing with a little bit of house money. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the games over the weekend. The one narrative I kept hearing last night over and over again is how great the offenses were with the Rams and the Lions. Hmm. And they were. Yeah. And I kept hearing not much defense is being played. Wow. Not much defense is being played. Yet, when you look at the total score with those two teams, the Packers scored more than both those teams combined. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Texans nearly scored yeah. more than both of those teams right. combined. Where would you like to begin? We can, I mean, we can talk about the Chiefs game in which, once again, the Chiefs did what the Chiefs do, and Miami did what did they've what been Miami doing all does. season. Yep. Most well, predictable outcome of the weekend, don't yeah. you think? There's no question. Really? Now, let, let's get into the Cowboys game yes. against the Packers, you got it. which was honestly breathtaking. I, I did a seven-leg seven parlay in that game, and I nailed all six, except for I had the Cowboys winning. Well, I mean, how dare you? Right. Right? Right. That would have been a big payout. Damn it. Point is, I said this on Friday, and I'll repeat it again. I was talking to my father last night, who's a big Packers fan. I said, Dad, this is what I said before the game. I said, if the Packers lose this game, that's okay. They'd be ahead of schedule. No question. Because they are so stinking young. Youngest team in the league. If they win, you can say they are ahead of schedule. And it is, I know it's kind of gallows humor, but making fun of the Cowboys is certainly a lot of fun, isn't it? Oh, that's, yeah, that's America's pastime. I mean, talking, talking about guys getting fired and Mike McCarthy, should he keep his job? Dan Quinn, who you know, we're expecting to be a strong candidate in Seattle. I I don't know if he's going to be able to make it to Seattle before he gets fired. Well, his defense only gave up 48 points. Ah, Come on. Come on, man. Who can't overcome that? And oh, by the way, uh, how about those Green Bay Packers? Now, if, if things continue the way they are continuing, they could likely go four decades with great quarterback. Yeah. Well, Favre yeah. in 92, right? Right. Then you have Aaron Rodgers. Now you have Jordan Love. Talk about a guy who's transformed his future in the course of a season. Pretty good time to be up for a contract, isn't it? Boy, you think? 
his rating yesterday, and, and, and I don't generally put a lot of stock into passer rating, Yeah, but his passer rating was 157.2. The best you can be is like 153.5 or 7 or something like that. Right. I mean, the dude was just absolutely unbelievable. Um, I mean, the talk today is, when is Mike McCarthy going to get fired? Right. And it, it's hard to argue that you have a team that plays really well in the regular season under him, three consecutive seasons, 12 wins, so good at home all year, averaging 37, 38 points a game at home. And boy, did they, it's not that they looked unprepared. They just looked outclassed. Yeah, they did. Completely on every single level. And the, the, wasn't it delightful? It was kind of fun. Come on. It? I mean, it's delightful. And you know what? As I told you, I, I, I bet a seven-leg parlay, nailed six of them. They were all prop bets. Yeah. And the Cowboys wound up losing, and there was a part of me that thought, this is kind of a win. Yeah. It's kind of a win. It's Even a, though I lost money, it's okay. Cowboys lost. I, I don't. Is David Hurlbut doing a show today? Oh, dear. I think so. Has, oh, it, has anyone checked with David? We need a pulse. We need proof of life. Dude, he knew what he was getting himself into. He did. He di- that's the thing. It's like David they, does know it. Yeah, it's like the movie Airplane. They knew what they were getting themselves into. I say, let him crash. You he know, knew it. Jordan Love has thrown twenty-one touchdowns to one interception in his last twelve games, and then he's going to San Francisco. Here that, you. I mean, again, talking to my father, big Green Bay Packers fan, and I said. San Francisco is just a different beast. It is a different. You know, it would be the best Super Bowl, and I understand people think the Ravens are the best team in the league, and you can certainly make the well, case I mean, they you are. Can argue, and they wound up beating the 49ers. I get it. Beat the hell out of them. The best Super Bowl to me would be the 49ers offense against the 49ers defense. That'd be the best Super Bowl. <laughs> well, the Ravens need a word with you, and. The Lions, I think, will show up. Now, I don't know about the Lions defensively. I don't know. I mean, they did a good job in that second half, especially as the Rams were reaching the red zone and, and really battening things down. To get out of there with two field goals was, well, the difference in the game, quite frankly. But, no, the Cowboys game was, you said it, or implied it at least, it's one of those games that you just, you even when you think you can see it coming, you can't believe it because it's just so craptastic. The Packers putting up 27 unanswered in the first half well, against a team that hadn't lost at home since the opening game of the 2022 season? Huh? There was a part of me that thought that the Cowboys were not out of it at halftime hmm. because you know the capability of their offense. And instead of being 27 to 14, it became 27 to 10. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm thinking. Okay, well, this is not going to be their day. Yeah. And then what do the Packers do? They drive it right down the right. field and, and, and score a touchdown. And, and then the, the game was the, over. The, the, yeah, I'm with you on that. Right there. And you can see that there were problems early. C.D. Lamb, who has arguably been the best wide receiver in football this year. Mm-hmm. And I say arguably because... There have been some other guys who have had outstanding seasons as well. There are a lot of guys who can argue they were the best wide receiver. We saw one for football. the Rams last night. Well, he's been great, but I he's been great all year. Wow. I'll tell you what I don't understand is, well, I don't understand why, unless Cooper Cup's game has taken 
such a hard nosedive why they they only use him in the red zone that that is puzzling to me now they they, they certainly put him in motion all the time yeah. he's got to be exhausted by the end of the game he rarely they rarely throw him the ball yeah right but he's running all over the place yeah if he's got a fitbit on he's getting about 30,000 steps a game right without and that's non-action stuff that's just motion before the play etc there were great storylines going into the game Tyreek Hill going back to Kansas City totally but the best storyline to me and I and I think that most people would agree and I think you would too was Matthew Stafford going no, back to Detroit not even a question okay right I I love what Eminem said uh not part of the intro I don't believe into the game where he said Matthew we rooted for you for all of these years you were our guy. We supported you. We were your biggest fans. Do us a solid and let us win this game. <laughs> he didn't. It ended up that way. Matt Stafford was flipping fantastic. Right. And so was Jared Goff specific, right. specifically in the first half. Stafford was great throughout the entire game. Yeah. Puka was great throughout the entire game. But clearly... The Lions had more weapons that they were utilizing, and I'm not even concluding Sam Laporta. Yeah. Although, um, when they were sitting down at the one-yard line and it was like fourth down or something like that, I think they went to commercial or whatever it was. I put out on Twitter, Laporta's going to score here. Sure. 90% of his catches right. are in the red zone. Hey, the This guy- was as obvious as we knew Waking up this morning, it was going to be cold. Yeah, that was more obvious than whether or not he was even going to play. Once he played, you knew that he was going to that he was going to be a factor. And sure enough, he scored a touchdown. He, he scored a touchdown, but he really wasn't much of a factor. No, except that he scored a touchdown. Well, and he scored I agree. on the in the red zone, which and, he always does. It right, feels like absolutely. But it was a twenty four twenty three game. I I'm with you on the Lions. The Lions are. So remarkably intriguing as a story, but also their skill set and the weapons that they have. I'm not as sold on them. I wish I had a little bit more confidence defensively. And really, in the second half, they did enough defensively to win that football game. But the Lions are maybe the best. Uh, Houston, obviously, is a tough one to overcome. And the youth of Green Bay. There's some pretty damn good stories in this postseason. Right. I don't think there's a better story than the Lions. It's only because they haven't won in a while, and that's it. it has nothing to do well, with that. The has team. something that has a lot to do with it. Though, no, it has everything it? to do with they hadn't won a playoff game in 32 years. That that that's that's the draw. But can't that be the draw? Can't that be enough? Well, well, well of course. It's it's kind sure. of like saying when you're making a pot of gumbo, what's more important: the shrimp, the chicken, the sausage. The okra, it's all important to make the gumbo great. Yeah. And Dan Campbell is an intriguing story is. himself. And Jared Goff, that everybody threw to the side, is intriguing. And then you have Sam Brown, who is an all-world oh wide God. receiver. And they're, and they're two-headed monster at uh, running back. Yeah. Gibbs and Montgomery. Fantastic. So fun to watch. We're not even talking about Aiden Hutchinson, who's so great. And speed all over the but field. The, but, the dr- but the draw is they've been such an awful franchise for so long. Yeah. It is so nice to see. You know what? We'll talk about it next. We'll rank it. What what were the what was the best story 
yesterday or over the weekend. Over the weekend. Was it the Packers win? Was it the Texans win? Was it the Lions that finally got over the hump? I'm not, I don't know if we'll agree or not, but I feel pretty strongly about mine. Good. And it's not what you think it is. That's right. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, Wednesday, auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Auctions open right now at rollerauction.com. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is brought to you by Nola Jane Restaurant and Bar. Let Nola Jane spice up your next trip to Lodo with the best Cajun cuisine in Denver. Okay, let's look at the games this weekend, but specifically three teams. All right. The Packers win, the Texans win, the Lions win. When I look at the Texans, they remind me a lot, not of how it ended for the Nuggets, but the narrative of the Nuggets in the playoffs. A team that's just not very interesting. Compared to the Packers, and the Lions. What's interesting about the Lions? They hadn't won a playoff game in 32 years. And then they have an incredibly charismatic head coach in Dan Campbell. You can make the case that the country, if they had to pick a team to rally around, Mm. it might be Detroit. Yeah, I would say that. Or it might be the Packers. Yep. Now, let's talk about the Packers. Jordan Love, first full season. Guys in line to arguably be the highest paid quarterback in the league because it's his turn. Man, did now, I swing and miss on that dude? So did I. I mean, I mean, totally swung. I'll and tell miss. you why he didn't swing and miss because I have a friend who's been in the media there for a long time, and he told me when he was going to practices first year or two, Jordan Love looked awful, awful. But he looks great now, and that should tell you how good of a player that he was in terms of raw talent, mm-hmm. which we knew that he had, but how good of a coach. Matt LaFleur no is. No question. Give so, credit words to. So while the Cowboys have the moniker America's team, I think a lot of people around the country still root for the Packers because the Packers are the Packers. Yep. And they are a historic team, and their roster resembles more of a who's that than a who's who. Mm-hmm. They're a great story, and then they just wound up beating and beating down the Dallas Cowboys. When I look at the Houston Texans, what are the interesting stories? Number one, C.J. Stroud. You start with him. Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. Not only made the playoffs after an awful season last year, they had the number two pick in the draft, but look at what they have done. To me, what they did over this weekend was was more impressive than what the Packers did. And here's my reason why. Not only did they beat the Cleveland Browns, they beat historically, historically, one of the greatest defenses of all time. Hmm. Historically. What do I mean by that? Because that could be taken in a lot of different ways. 
who would I rather have? The Bears defense or the Browns defense? The Bears. Buccaneers, Ravens, historic defenses. Same with Seattle. Make the case about the the Broncos in um, 2015. Defenses are measured by yards given up a game. Yeah. It's not points per game. And it shouldn't be points per game. Because points, when you look at total points that a team scores against a team. Yeah, you never know. That, 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 that could be seven pick sixes exactly. that are included right. in that. Right. With that, the Browns were giving up 270 yards a game. The the Broncos in 2015 gave up 283 yards per game. Mm-hmm. The Browns were better by over a first down. And the Texans shredded them absolutely annihilated that defense. That, to me, is more impressive than what the Packers did, and what the Packers did is jaw-droppingly impressive. We're splitting hairs here. Correct. I'm going to give the Packers probably the edge because they did it on the road at a place against the most uh, vibrant offense in the National Football League in a place where they haven't lost in two years. So to me, that that skews the Packers just slight, but not much. Houston's dismantling of Cleveland was jaw dropping in the in a oh, wow. very similar yeah. fashion, very similar fashion, because when isn't they, it usually great defenses beat great offenses? Yeah, usually, right? The Browns are weird on a lot of different levels, but anyway. C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryans, unbelievable story. Two rookies elevating their team at a level that no one could have seen coming. Not in their wildest dreams could they have seen this possibly coming. We talked about Jordan Love and his near-perfection performance yesterday. C.J. Stroud, 157.2. I I mean, dude just made, made every single play from basically the first snap on. If you had to vote for coach of the year right now, because we're only talking about the playoffs here, you giving it to Lafleur or D'Amico Ryan? I'd give it to D'Amico Ryan's. The you can make a strong argument for Lafleur. They got off to a terrible start. Brand new quarterback, fourth youngest team in the league mm-hmm. to ever make the playoffs. That's as strong of an argument as you can get. My argument back: rookie head coach. Rookie quarterback. Yeah. And when you look at their. From where uh, they came from. When you look at the Texans roster, just like the Packers, it's more of a who's that than a who's who. But what they've done in Houston and D'Amico Ryan should get all of it. Well, he and C.J. Stroud. You see why, can you see why um, Penner kind of put him number two? Yeah. Now, granted, having C.J. Stroud certainly helped. I mean, frankly. When you look at the pecking order, it should make you feel pretty good about the ownership for the Broncos. If you believe in Jim Harbaugh, who, by the way, now has has interviewed with the Chargers, mm-hmm. uh, and then you think D'Amico Ryans, who I, I've heard people kind of revise my understanding of history. He was going to Houston, period. Right. There are some that have said, well, if the – Broncos hadn't gone for the second trip to Michigan. They could have got, that's not 
my understanding. Be of no, things, be no be the truth. It may, it, it's nice that they put together a list of guys that they wanted, but as it is famously said in the movie Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah, such an uplifting movie. Coffee is for closers, and it doesn't matter who was on the Broncos list. Right, they didn't get him. Now, Sean Payton's a very good head football coach. Yeah, I don't think that the uh, but they didn't get the book's not written there. But yet. they did not get the top two guys that they wanted. Yeah, I would so, say. I'd so, say that's so, right. it's, so it's nice that they interviewed yeah. and they wanted both of those guys. But coffee is for closers. There you go. What do we have coming up on? Just in case you missed it, Nigel. A contender out east in the NBA won in overtime on a game-winning buzzer beater, and a Miami legend is set to have a statue unveiled this year. Who is it? That's coming up on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle. On my high sports. <coughs> More Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle. At Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there's an auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. The auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Alrighty, just in case you missed it, Pat Shermer is now the full-time offensive coordinator at the University of Colorado. It was just announced uh, a day ago. Um, what are your thoughts, and how awe-inspiring is this hire? <laughs> awe-inspiring. Wow. Well, wow. if you're on social media, and you're on Twitter, or as the hip kids call it, X, and you saw his speech to the players, that guy makes me want to run through paper mache for him. Not a wall, paper mache. I'm like, come on. First of all, it is that that choice could not be any less inspiring. He might surprise all of us. Uh, and you know what he's going to be? You know what he's going to be? He's going to be a yes man to Deion Sanders and Shadur. That's what he's going to be. I've never seen really any creativity from Pat Shermer. We all joke about we practice incompletions. Yeah. I mean, that's the line that he'll never be able to escape. Nope. Um, again, I look at his offense like a four-cylinder 1999 Honda going up against a Tesla in the Big 12 or, last year, the Pac-12. He has talent, but we'll see if he finds a way to use it. It makes you wonder whether he has pictures or Naked pictures of Deion Sanders. I, I, I swear to God. I mean, you have... There's a reason why he's there, though. It's because of Mike Zimmer. Right. Mike, Mike Zimmer feels like he's the puppet master here. Because Deion Sanders believes so much in Mike Zimmer, a guy 
who will have a difficult time even getting back into the NFL because he is so universally disliked. And, and he's a brilliant defensive mind. That should tell you what the NFL thinks of Mike Zimmer, yeah, and that he's fine. a brilliant defensive mind, right. yet he can't get a job. Yeah, For, for whatever reason, he and, uh, and Prime are tight. But, man, you've got Shador Sanders, and you're talking about arguably the most dynamic quarterback in college football coming into next season. And you have a very, our experience is, and our experience is hands hands on with this guy. This guy has been there right in front of us. We've seen it firsthand. Lack of imagination. Um, I, I just, to me, it seems like a very odd match. And I will be the first one to give him credit if he's able to surprise us. But, I mean, you can't screw up Shador Sanders. Pick you, pick you. Well, you can. I know, but I mean, you can't. You know pick, what I mean. Pick your favorite auto racer of all time. Is it Vettel? Is it Schumacher? Is it AJ Foyt? Is it Andretti? It's like taking any one of those guys, and they're getting ready for a big race, and your crew is the guys down at Pepe's Autos. Pepe's. Pepe's Autos. That's the guy who's going to be setting up your car. Well. For the Indy 500 or a big F1 race, you have some average mechanic building a car and keeping a car finely tuned for one for arguably one of the best college quarterbacks in football it's, right now. It's just a very odd pairing. That's all. Very odd pairing. Yep. And it's and it's not inspiring. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what they do. I mean, I. I are you telling me, Deion Sanders, with all the Louie you're bringing in, the best you could do is Pat Shermer? And then he says in front of everybody, listen, we don't have a defensive coordinator yet. We, we don't have anybody because we're waiting for the playoffs to end because we want to bring you somebody really special. We want to make sure we have a guy who's really special for this defense. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys get knocked out of the playoffs in the NFL are dying to come to Colorado to be your defensive coordinator. I do think it's interesting that there is a very strong NFL flavor percolating on this staff. Make Warren Sapp the defensive coordinator then. He's an NFL guy. He's your defensive line coach. He's got enough work to I thought Jim Leonard was supposed to be the guy. Whatever happened to that? By the way, I believe it was Jim Leonard who was on the field with Raheem Moore. All righty, just in case you missed it, uh, Damian Lillard hit a game-winning three-pointer in overtime for the Bucks against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, how do you think the Bucks would match up in a hypothetical finals matchup with the Nuggets? And do you think they are the best team in the East? Uh, it's hard to look at those big three and say anything other than that, except that I think that the top, the, the first five for the Nuggets are the best five in the NBA. Why are you picking the Nug? Why are you picking the Bucks over the Celtics? Yeah, Celtics are the best team in the league. Just posing the question. Huh. Posing the question. No, no, L- Lillard Antetokounmpo is a great one-two punch. Absolutely. It's a fantastic one-two punch. But the, the Nuggets are deeper with their starting I five. I like the Nuggets' starting five yeah. better. 
That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk down to store, try out the appliances before you buy them, want to redesign your entire kitchen. They can help you with that, too. They have the staff that specializes in that. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, the Nuggets are back on a roll again. After an absolute stinker in which they admitted they overlooked the Jazz, they showed what they're supposed to look like. And hopefully for them, that continues over their next two games. Because guess who they have on the schedule? Joel Embiid and then Boston this week. That's next.